Hello and welcome, pour yourself a bowl of cereal, grab a spot on the couch, and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas. I'm your host, Jax. And I'm AJ. And we're here with another exciting episode. Yeah, I sound cheesy. Anyways. <laughs> so we're going to do something a little different here today. So what we're going to do is Jackie has seen a movie. She wants to explain it to me. Then we're going to go ahead and then we're going to give my thoughts on what I think about the movie. We're going to take a break. Then I'm going to, while during that break, I'm going to watch this movie. And then we'll continue with how I feel afterwards. Yes. So, what movie shall we have AJ watch? Well, it's Wednesday night. I got shit to do, so can't be very long. Oh, God, not the room. No, no. Something with a symbol of the 80s. Ferris Bueller? The Hoff. The Hoffinator? Hasselhoff. Hoff Dog? Nope. Kung Fury, the 2015 short film made by Kickstarter backers and full of just awesome. Okay. So, let's... First off, AJ, when I say something is pure 80s nostalgia, or just pure 80s, tell me what you think of. And we're going to see how many of these things you actually guess from the movie. Okay. Uh, Think your childhood. Think being eight years old. G.I. Joe, Transformers, cartoons, product placement, lots of commercials, The Simpsons, uh, um, fighting, general cheesiness. There's a few in there. Okay. So... Now, I'm not going to explain the whole movie to you. I'm just going to give you a general idea, because mm-hmm. I want some honest reactions later. Okay. So, this movie takes place in 1985-ish, mm-hmm. and it involves... Within the first five minutes, there is a gigantic fight with explosions, a video game arcade machine that comes to life and shoots explosions and flips you off. This sounds badass. Somewhere in here, there was also dinosaurs, Thor, Hitler, more fighting, bloodshed. I would say, what does Thor have to do with the 80s? But then I remember adventures in babysitting. So, yeah. Does this sound like something you want to see? Uh, you know, I, I'll definitely always, I'll give it a shot. Um... Is there anything I should know about other than, you know, gigantic robot flipping me off? It's only 30 minutes, mm-hmm. so it does have a limited time to get you into things, but it okay. gets you right into the thick of it, what's going on. And no, that is not the TV. No, that is not an interference issue. Just go with it. Trust me on this. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to go and take a break. I'm going to play a few little messages from some fellow podcasters. While I sit down and I watch this gem of a movie. And no, it's not going to be a 30-minute break where we're going to play editing magic. Every year, TV shows get canceled. Some not getting picked up for a second season. But there are some unfortunate shows that get pulled before airing all of their episodes. 
I'm Ed, host of Unaired, a podcast where we take shows canceled with episodes left unaired and give them new life by pitching what could have been future episodes. And so Rodney Dangerfield, he's dead now, and little Rodney walks away. He clicks open the lock on the book. You see a list of crossed out names. Rodney Dangerfield, he takes a pen, crosses it out, and up on the screen it pops up, Where's Rodney? Where's disappears, and the N-E-Y disappears, and just pops up with Rodlander. There can only be one. God damn it. Giving them new theme songs. Welcome to Siegfried and Roy's horny animal kingdom. And even pondering a reboot. What do you think a reboot of this show would look like? It looks like a boot, but like another boot. Two boots. Two boots. A bootception. Check us out on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. Do you like video games? Do you like comics? Do you like movies? I'm Ellie. I'm Zinger, and we're the host of Zing This Podcast. We discuss nerdy topics every week on our podcast. What are some of the best ways to find our podcast, Ellie? You can search us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And don't forget, that's Z-E-N-G. This. We hope to see you guys there. Every week, we have new nerdy topics. Yay. And we're back. We just finished watching Kung Fury. Yes, we did. One of us apparently was more impressed with it than the other. Gee, I wonder which one was more impressed. The one who had the other person watch it? Or the person who watched it and had trouble staying awake, oddly enough. Someone's just mad that I woke them up early this morning. Yeah, yeah, you did. For once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so... One of us also took them about five, ten minutes into the movie to comment on how something's not... doesn't work that way. This movie... Well, the thing is, at that point, the movie you could say was following a set kind of universal rules and then it just kind of blows away the fourth wall I guess you'd say or not even the fourth wall it's more along the lines that it just blows away its own kind of it it goes from having rules to just being cartoonish yeah uh, for anyone curious this was the scene with the telephone at the police station yeah so, by the way, did we did we mention who the main villain in this is? Hitler! Yes, Hitler is the main villain. Because Hitler wants to be a kung fu legend, too. Kung Fuhrer. Yes. It, uh, it, was I wrong about the 80s bit? No, you were not. And the funny thing is, is I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm going over the words that that you asked me what do I think of when I think the 80s. And I've not seen this movie. I did not know what was in this movie. And that... I got damn near every one of those things represented in that movie. There was Transformers. There was G.I. Joe. There was cartoons. There was even product placement. It's just... Ugh. It... What I like about the movie is that it shows creativity, because mm-hmm. I, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, the guy who played Kung uh, uh, Fury, he was the guy who actually made the film, mm-hmm. and he did it through Kickstarter. He had made like a little trailer, I guess, at some point, and then he asked for X amount here on Kickstarter, and he said if he gets a million, he'll do a movie. Mm-hmm. He ended up with like $600,000. Yeah. Which was like two or three times what the actual uh, short budget was. Yeah. And then using what he had available, he did 
he made this he made this short film. Right. Uh, one of the trivia I looked up on Internet Movie Database was that, for example, for the scene in the police station, he could only afford one cop uniform. So he had to basically shoot each individual cop scenes and then layer them together. He, he used what he had. The other thing I liked, which AJ did not as much, was when they had the video tracking issues and so it cuts away. Oh, no, no. I actually I, I liked that idea. I thought it was a good aesthetic. I just thought it was... It, it felt like a cop-out. It was. It was completely a cop-out, but it's like, okay, we have all these great scenes we want to put in. We have great, these great ideas. Mm-hmm. We only have half an hour. We only have this budget. Here's a great way to do transitions. Right, and you know, with this budget, you can't have you know a live-action guy fighting a CG robot and have it look real, so why not just cut through all the bits where there's any physical contact? Yeah. Outside of that... What else was there? Any parts that you other parts that you liked? Um. Hmm. Tell you the truth, there was wasn't a lot that I did like about this movie. I liked the language. I liked the phrasing on things. I liked the. I liked the characters, like the names of the characters, which is because that's all they were for the most part. We're stereotype named characters um i didn't like i i didn't like the fact that we didn't i'll tell you the truth i wanted to see more triceracop true well you're in luck they're trying to make a full movie uh due out next year apparently though the only connection Mm -hmm. supposedly is the name of the main character the rest of the plot from this is not going to carry over good so I'm hoping though a few other ideas do carry over, mm-hmm. um, you know, different plot or different thing, or just be like completely separate universe. Yeah, but I, I hope a, I hope I they clean it up a bit. I'm ho- yeah, I, that's the thing. I'm hoping they clean it up. I hope they expand on on some things because there were a lot of things that just came out of nowhere, and there was and I mean, suffice to say, I'm not one to really love exposition, but. This movie needed a little bit of exposition. Yeah. Because it, it, a lot of things just were... This is someone who was high on cocaine and shrooms at the same time and wrote a script. Well, you said yourself, the sounds this made you think about Axe Cop. Yeah, did, well, when you told me about it, and we, when you said it was like kind of like written by an eight-year-old, or this makes you think of your eight-year-old, think of, through your eight-year-old self... It does make me think of Axe Cop because Axe Cop is written by like what I think at the, when it first started was this guy's six year old brother, either brother or son. But he his this kid would make up the stories and he would write them. Yeah, and this this just made me think of like okay, we allowed someone who loved the eighties, loved Baywatch and mm-hmm. Miami Vice and all that. I, you type can't of even stuff. say Baywatch because that's one that's not really eighties. True. And two, there wasn't really any Baywatch in here other than the fact that Hasselhoff had a bit part. Oh, that was, um, actually Hasselhoff's part is more homage to, um, Hasselhoff as Knight Raider. Yes, Knight Raider. There we go. But no, I'm talking about like the, the scenes of the dolphins playing and the people by the water, like one quick scene there. There's one by a boat. It, it wasn't a lot, but it just, some of the cutaways to people and the, the visuals of the ocean and stuff. It it gives you that feeling. I don't um, remember that. 
It was when Hitler took the phone from the guy walking by. Oh, that... Yeah, like I said, it was very quick, but... It basically someone who grew up on those things or just found a love appreciation for them and was like, let me see how many 80s things I can cram into one... Into 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 one film, into but that, one project. But that's the thing. I don't get the feeling that this was done like, oh, I love these things. Let's try and put all, all these things into a film. It was more like, oh, these things are stupid. Let's mock them and put them all into one film. That's the feeling I got from this. Well, it's but how often does people do people mock the '80s stuff? Anyways, quite were a we bit. not joking today about how there's always a fjord? From the, which is a quote from The Simpsons when they were watching mocking, Night Boat. Which was Mikey, mocking Knight Rider. Yes, I know. But that's kind of what... That's my point, though. I mean, it's it's a joke that we made because, you know, it's something that sticks with us as a joke on something from the 80s. But how often do you actually... Because how often do you actually see anyone actually making fun of the 80s anymore? Well, to be fair, those of us who remember the 80s are quickly losing our memory. Yeah. Those of us who are a little bit older did so much cocaine in the 80s that they can't remember them. Yeah. So, it, it, the 80s has been a while ago. So, it's... Mm-hmm. This goes a very fine line between being it, disrespectful and being... I wouldn't say disrespectful. It just... It, it goes a fine line between being parody and mocking. Yeah. So... Yeah, because, but overall, I still find it enjoyable. Is it something I'm going to watch, become, like, my yearly routine to watch, like other films? Oh, no. No. But what was it good, you know, for to watch? Yeah. Would I have enjoyed it as much if it was twice as long? Probably not. I would have gotten tired of the joke. Generally, as long as it wasn't rubber, I think I'm okay. Yeah. Well, that's all for today on Saturday Morning Pajamas. I know it's a bit of a short episode this week, but uh, with the 4th of July and... We didn't really have much time to do much else. Considering our neighbors were acting like it was a purge outside and scared the crap out of our pets. Yes. Which is the quietest night we could find. Yep. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to all my listeners on the Podbean Player, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, wherever else podcasts are streamed. Um... Y'all are why we're here, so thank you so much. If you like this podcast even a little bit, why not consider becoming a patron? Check us out at nonoms.net. That's www.nonoms.net. And find out more information in the tip jar. Um, And then we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.